Hello and welcome to the Unstoppable Woman podcast, where I reveal the power of your heart to create leadership impact and cultivate confidence for the life you want. I'm your host, Glyn Bailey, and as a corporate finance leader, executive coach, entrepreneur, and author, I know all too well the challenges that prevent female leaders from claiming their seat at the table. In this podcast, I talk all things to do with self-leadership, sharing stories, insights, and guidance on how to ultimately get out of your own way to live a life in alignment with who you are. When you begin to see the impact that you can have, no matter where you are starting on your journey, life becomes one huge adventure. I'm so excited that you are sharing your journey to Unstoppable with me. So let's dive right in. Hello and welcome to episode 36 of the Unstoppable Woman podcast. This week I'm going to be talking about the five things that unstoppable women do that set themselves apart from others. And I thought this would be an appropriate topic this week because I'm in the middle of launching my Unstoppable Woman eight-week self-leadership program. And in the launch process, it has been fascinating to watch how these things have been things that I've had to lean into myself this week to continue to go on a journey when there is chaos in the world around you, where everyone's energy is in this fear state and anxiety state, because where I'm living at the moment in Sydney, we are in lockdown and it's just the whole heap of uncertainty that people are dealing with. And as a consequence of that uncertainty, the environment and the energy feels somewhat uh, chaotic and I think in being in launch week this week for me it's shown me how important the practices that I I have for myself and the women that go through the program are for mental physical emotional resilience and what I wanted to share in this episode were what were the five things that I've seen that sets unstoppable women apart? Because in this time, it's so important to be able to have clarity and guidance to get out of our own way and to anchor into what is important so that we can remain focused on the life we're trying to create rather than the chaos of the current reality. So the first one I wanted to share because it's come up a lot uh, for myself even this week, is the difference between an unstoppable woman and anyone else is that she is comfortable in her own skin. And this, as I said, has come up quite a lot for me this week because I have spent a significant amount of my week on social media in the evenings. And that's new for me because I haven't really done Instagram lives or Facebook lives much before, certainly not to the volume or to the extent of the conversations that I've shared this week. And it's been so fascinating to step into this new space of sharing more about my work, sharing more about what I believe in and the methods that I help people use to to get past themselves and to get past their inner critic that it's shown me how much comfort I have had to have in myself and my own skin in order to consistently show up each and every day. 
And if you were to ask me even a year ago whether I thought I'd be doing Instagram Lives, talking for 25 minutes at a time without a script, but just leaning into the conversation and sharing my, my thoughts and ideas, I'd have thought you were crazy. And it just reminds me that the journey that we are on is one of continued growth and evolution. And we say, you know, in pass, uh, in passing the line of life is a journey, not a destination. And I think we say that so frivolously without really thinking about the true meaning of what that, that really actually does mean. And it's this realization that it is always your journey in life is always going to be about growth. It's always going to be about your own expansion and your own evolution, what you're learning, who you are today versus who you were yesterday and who you're growing to be for the future that you are wanting to create. And in getting comfortable in your own skin, it's this baseline foundation that says, when I'm comfortable in my own skin, what I allow myself to access is this strong, solid foundation that I can build on so that when I am building my growth and when I am building the, the future that I want to um, be living, I'm building it on a foundation that's secure rather than one that is weak and vulnerable and therefore ex at the mercy to be exposed to others' ideas and others' thoughts. And if you're shaking your own skin and your own foundations, then you're likely to waver in your message and what you stand for. And I think what's been great about seeing even my own journey this week, and I, I talked to that because it's so it's so evident to me that if we do not do this work, that we limit ourselves and our ability to make the impact that we want to make during our time here. And for me, it's been fascinating this week to see how comfortable in my own skin I've got, you know, recording myself dancing, uh, doing Instagram reels. I mean, this is, this is all new stuff that a year ago I'd have thought, mm, yeah, nah. Not, not for me, thanks. But not because I um, didn't enjoy watching other people have fun, enjoy themselves and, and be creative in a way that showed their self-expression, but more because I just didn't think I was really able to be that person that was able to just stand there in, in her silliness and own it and and showcase it on on social media and it's been fascinating because I, I definitely had a story previously about oh wow like some people can be so narcissistic look at how self-absorbed they are that they need to share um you know these moments of you know, dancing in their homes and all of this kind of stuff and even though I'd watch I'd be like oh what are they doing and really, you realize that it's nothing to do with the other person. It's about the discomfort that you have in yourself and the discomfort that you have in being in your own skin and sharing that without any fear of judgment, without any fear of what will people think of me. 
And it's been a massive realization over uh, this launch week that actually in being able to just stand in my own truth to sit with the Instagram lives and the Facebook lives that I've shared this week on various different topics from surrendering your armor to uh, stop feeling less than to um, let yourself move past your imposter monster and and so much around all of the different methods and modalities to to move yourself from the point where you you feel restricted to the point where you feel free has been able to be executed this week because I am comfortable in my own skin. And don't get me wrong, there'll be times again in the future that I'm sure I'll have those those moments of self-doubt, those moments of, oh my God, you know, who am I to think I can do this? Or I'm not really comfortable in my own skin or what will people think? And, and each time I'm sure I'll continue to level up. But what's been fascinating to watch this week is to go, God, yeah, wow. The foundation that I have in place now is one where I am strong in my own skin and my own identity, where I genuinely couldn't give a rip <laughs> about what someone thought of me in, you know, if they thought I was silly or incoherent in my messaging or whatever it might be that they they think. It, it doesn't matter because I've realized over this period of time that I've been on this personal growth and self-development journey, and it's been over six years now, that the person that I am trying to improve is me and I want to change my own perspective of me, not through the lens of the, the inner critic, but through the lens of my inner cheerleader, who is constantly saying, yeah, amazing, you've just broken through another barrier. Look, this is just awesome. And look how unstoppable you can be now that you have acknowledged that all you need to be is comfortable in your own skin, skin to set the appropriate foundations for you to build on. So that is... Uh, step one, the, the, the one first thing that I wanted to share that unstoppable women do that sets themselves apart from others. And it is, it's just this beautiful comfort in your own skin and just standing in your truth and owning it and, and feeling comfortable with who you are and what you're being. The second uh, one that I wanted to share is the ability to tune into the guidance that you have within yourself, to, to listen truly to your heart and not be constantly seeking validation from outside of you that you're on the right track, that you're doing the right thing and, and looking for others to validate your journey and to validate your, um, your life direction. And I know certainly in my corporate career when I was in finance that there was a very clear trajectory as to where the career would lead what different roles would be available and you're always seeking guidance from your leaders and your mentors about are you on the right track should you be uh, what should you be going for next how do you need to position yourself for the next opportunity and, and what's available but what we miss, I think, in that environment is the ability to ask questions that really focus on the individual's heart that says, what really makes your heart sing? Where are you really wanting to measure success in your life? And how will you know what it actually means to you at the end of your days when your time is up and the day of reckoning has arrived? What will you really be measuring? And then actually, if you know what you're measuring, how can you move forward from that place to know what really actually matters? And I think 
when we seek guidance from outside of ourselves about the direction we would be taking, I know I would still be in my corporate career if I had continued to seek guidance outside of myself. One, because I already had plenty of people telling me, oh, God, you know, Glenn, you've worked so hard to get to a certain level in your corporate career like starting from scratch again, like that's a massive pay cut to take to to be able to start over. Uh, And even if I wanted to move sideways into a different functional role, it'd be like, oh, well, you know, you've been in finance, you've got experience in finance, you don't have experience in these other functions. So you'll have to start in a junior role again and accept a a, a pay drop and therefore, you know, can't see you wanting to do that. And people project their own limits on you project this idea of what you should be able to uh, accept and what isn't acceptable for you without really seeking to go the layer deeper to say, well, actually, what's really meaningful for you? What what are you measuring your life by? And if it's solely financial, then, yeah, clearly people might make choices that limit their growth because they don't want to take a backward step financially. But from my personal perspective, tuning into my guidance allowed me to see that my truth and my joy came from wanting to choose things that were aligned to my heart. I wanted to live a life where I was inspired to get up every day and do work that I loved. I wanted to live a life where I never had any questions of what if, what could have been, because I know from, you know, losing people that you love that the last thing I want to live with is regret in my life. And I don't want to have any regrets about the things that I didn't do. And I'm <laughs> I'm happy to regret the mistakes that I made because truthfully, I don't regret them because I learn, I learn more about myself and what I should have done and what I shouldn't have done. And, and it's okay because I've got clarity and insight that comes from mistakes rather than this regret of what if and this unknown space in your life that says, oh God, you know, if only I trusted myself to go on an adventure, what could I have found? So one of the things that I have found that sets unstoppable women apart and because they do this differently is is that they tune into their own guidance. They tune into themselves. They access that inner wisdom that says, actually, how am I really going to be feeling about my life? And therefore, how can I make decisions that are aligned from my own guidance system rather than what other people tell me I should be thinking about? So If you have been letting other people dictate your career, your life, how you're showing up for yourself, what you're wearing, all of the things. And I say, I jokingly say what you're wearing, but we are influenced by uh, marketing campaigns. We're influenced by advertisers. We're influenced by social media. We're sold through uh, Internet uh, purchasing habits. There are so many things that are constantly telling us who we should be and how we should be living our lives and what we should be spending our money on and and, and what kind of homes we should have, what kind of cars we should have, what kind of lifestyles we should be having. Um, So we've been fed this information either consciously or, or subconsciously all of the time. But when you tune into your own guidance system, when you start tuning out the the noise that the environment around you is dictating because you know advertisers have made millions from being able to sell to us and highlight our own deficiencies or perceived deficiencies from an external culture perspective and then say oh hey look we've got a solution for you to 
feel whole again by this you'll look amazing or you'll feel amazing we we tune into guidance outside of ourselves all of the time and I genuinely believe if you are focused on tuning into the guidance within yourself then you command your destiny you are the master of it and you you create the future that you're going to live and enjoy and cherish because you've tuned out the stuff that actually doesn't matter so that is uh, the second one that I want to share the the second thing that unstoppable women do the third thing that unstoppable women do is they are vigilant of their feelings and this week I have certainly been vigilant of my feelings it's been a highly involved week of showing up on social media notwithstanding that my my continued coaching and consulting work so there's been a whole heap of work that I've been doing in the background in my sort of day day-to-day activities as well as uh, showing up in launch week to say hey look this is what the program is about this is what I'm doing here's here's what you can gain from it and You have to be vigilant of your emotions in order to know what is the energy that you are putting into the work that you are doing. And I know in this chaotic environment that we are living in at the moment, in the middle of a global pandemic, which in some parts of the world has allowed people to move forward somewhat with their lives in in, in parts of the world like where I am at the moment in Australia. Uh, The the variant is going, the Delta variant is going nuts. So there's there's a lot more chaos and uncertainty around uh, people's future and and well-being at the moment with, with lockdown. So there is a whole heap of external stuff that influences our feelings day to day. And when we are in fight or flight mode, when we are in survival mode, when we are feeling fear, we are unlikely to be able to create the future we want from a place of survival. Like, you know, when you're in survival mode and, you know, potentially your body feels like it's been chased by a saber toothed tiger out in the um, outback, you're you're not going to sit there at that point and go, oh, well, my body feels like I am being chased by a tiger and I am fighting for my life right now but let me just pause for a minute and imagine the future that I want to create and the life that I want to be dreaming about that is not the time your body's going to be seeking for you to stand still and dream it's going to be commanding you to run for your life and save yourself so when people are in survival mode their ability to create the life that they want is going to be impossible And that is why I say you have to be really vigilant of your feelings, because if you are not vigilant of your feelings, you then fall into this subconscious behavior um, without really choosing your behavior, because actually you've not consciously noticed what your feelings are. So if you're in anxiety, if you're in this state of despair and you're not being vigilant of your feelings and you're just accepting them as true, which will feel that way at that point in time but if you're not choosing them and they're just choosing you all of your behaviors will link to those feelings and you're not going to be able to create the life that you want and you're not going to be able to live differently you're not going to be able to live with the opportunity for more joy more richness more contentment so when you are vigilant of your feelings and as I said I've been very vigilant of my feelings this week I'm aware that the environment that I'm in is filled with lots of fear and uncertainty I'm aware that in order for my energy to be right I need to stay grounded in feelings of 
joy, love, acceptance and fun and play because this sense of I want to be an uplifter and an uplifter of my own energy and my heart first and foremost and I can't uplift others if I I haven't addressed my own needs right so we all know that you can't fill someone else's uh, cup from an empty cup of your own so you have to fill your own cup you have to be vigilant of your feelings but when you are vigilant of your feelings and you can see what you're feeling and you can feel and know it and recognize it and if it's not a feeling that feels good then you can choose to change that feeling you can choose to say okay well if I'm feeling anxiety at the moment and I know if I'm feeling anxiety then my behaviors are going to be linked with that feeling of anxiety which means I won't be able to create the life that I want to be living how can I get myself out of that feeling of anxiety what can I choose to redirect my focus on that can induce feelings of calm of relief and of the opportunity to just breathe, you know, and, and, and take that moment to relieve that stress, to let your body process that feeling and let it go so that you can start to focus on the feelings that you want to be feeling. And when you focus on the feelings that you would have, if you were living the life that you wanted, and you can choose those feelings now, then actually you just realize, my goodness, if I had the life that I wanted to live, which could include all of the things that you want, and I would feel this feeling, then you can go, oh, amazing. Well, might not have access to that life right now, but I certainly have access to those feelings. How can I trick my brain to know that those feelings can be felt right now and, and direct my focus so that I feel them? Because then when your body starts feeling those feelings, your thoughts start changing to match those feelings, your behaviors start changing to match those feelings, and you reduce the, the stress that your body is feeling because um, you, you've changed what it thinks it's experiencing. So, so that's really powerful. So that is one of the third things. And I think certainly seeing how my energies continue to show up this week has shown me that if you do just do this one thing, focus on your feelings and when you notice an emotion that isn't feeling great you change it oh it is so powerful so 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 powerful um the fourth thing that I wanted to share that unstoppable women do that sets themselves apart from others is that they run their own race I am running my own race I am constantly seeking to better myself I am constantly seeking to grow because I recognize that the more I grow the richer my life experience is uh, the more I learn the re I realize the less I know which fuels me further to want to learn even more and expand my thinking and expand my mind and by running my own race it means that I'm not focused on where other people have reached in their lives I'm not in this state of let me compare my myself and my race to someone else's. If I focus on running my own race, then my finishing line is going to look very different to someone else's. Whereas if many of us find ourselves in the trap of comparisonitis, a sense of, oh, how is such and such reached where they've got to? And, oh, I'm not there yet. Or I'm inadequate because I haven't achieved what they've achieved. Or I'm failing at life because... I'm not where I thought I would be and look at where everyone else is and I'm behind and we can do ourselves such a disservice. We can do ourselves such a, 
such harm because when we're consistently comparing ourselves to others we're not saying that we are worthy of running our own race we're not worthy of saying the life that we are living is something that we get to choose how we measure its value of and that we're measuring our value based on someone's idea of what value is based on their own journey and I think when we choose to run our own race it just I certainly found it's lightened my load that I'm not sitting here going, oh, how far did she get? And therefore, where do I need to to get to? Or what has she done that I didn't do or she did do and therefore has got different results? I'm just going, okay, where do I want to get to? What skills and, and resources do I need to help me get there? Who can help me by understanding where I'm trying to get to? And then if I don't get there, what can I review and analyze and understand so that I can do something differently next time? But it isn't about me comparing my my race to someone else's and then going, oh, great, I I crossed the finishing line um, in this time with this result. And they did it in another result because actually maybe what they were measuring was something very different. And I think we look at people's lives and think, they might have everything that we dream of and have have for a desire for ourselves but you don't know what someone else is measuring as far as their own life is concerned and they could be living a life that looks on the surface exactly what you want and you think oh that's what the finish line of my race looks like but actually that other person could be living a very unsatisfied, unfulfilled life with all the trappings of success on the outside, but the feelings of utter disconnection on the inside. So I, I encourage you to have a think about what is the race that you actually want to run? What is it that makes you um, realize that you are comparing yourself to others? And how does that then make you feel? Because if you were feeling uncomfortable because you are in comparison mode choosing a better feeling thought would allow you to then go okay well I shouldn't be comparing myself because in doing so I'm not going to be able to access better feeling thoughts so you get to start seeing how these things interact with each other so running your own race definitely allows you to just one stay in your own lane focus on what brings you joy, focus on where you're trying to drive for your own growth and then move yourself forward with a level of confidence that says, yeah, like this is my race. This is what I want to achieve. This is how I'm I'm measuring success in my life. And frankly, it doesn't matter how everyone else is doing because this is my life and therefore my race. So, and and it's great. It's incredibly freeing. I would highly encourage it. And then the last thing that I want to share about the fifth, the fifth thing that unstoppable women do that sets themselves apart from others is that they reframe failure into growth. Now, going through a launch process where you're essentially, I'm opening the doors for a very short period of time for this eight-week program because I know how valuable it is for people to commit to the journey, to, to take the eight weeks, to invest in themselves. And I put all of my energy behind them to ensure that they are focused on the outcomes that they want and that they have all of the support and the resources to help them get there and the challenge with putting yourself out there to support others that you just never know um, whether you're going to hit the the metrics that you've set for yourself so for me going into this launch period I know there's certainly that apprehension of oh what if nobody joins what happens then and what will that 
mean in terms of my own uh, view of my own journey and my my success measures and and what what does that mean about me and it's so easy to get caught into that trap of going oh my god what if I fail and that fear that worry that anxiety that comes up because you are in self-judgment about what would people think and what does this mean about my my abilities or my experience and what does that say about what other people think and it is too much of a negative spiral downwards if you are focused on failure and making it mean that you have failed whereas when you reframe failure into growth which is the fifth thing reframe failure into growth you can't ever lose I look at this now and go each time I'm going to go into a launch and I'll only probably be launching three, maybe four times a year, maximum, maybe I'm thinking three times a year. So it's not going to be open um, very often. But each time I know, every time I have an opportunity where I'm thinking, okay, here's a learning experience, it's a growth experience. And if I don't achieve my, my own set measures, if I don't achieve the results that I'm hoping for, that that sense of failure and I I put that in inverted uh, commas it's the sense of going actually it's not a failure it's it's progress it's learning it's a journey that gives me more information that allows me to choose a different path it choose it allows me to identify refinements it allows me to move forward with a level of knowledge that I now have that I didn't have before and I think if you take that concept of reframing failure into growth that it is actually, what am I saying? It actually unlimits you. It, it, it's the sense of, oh, I don't need to be limited by the idea of what if I fail because the concept of failure doesn't actually have the same weight to it anymore. It's like, well, I'm never going to fail because actually if every failure is actually just a growth opportunity where I learn something different, where I understand what didn't work and therefore have now a better idea of what could work, then how can that possibly be a failure? And I just I just look at this idea of failure and, and what people make it mean. And I just think, actually, failure is for you to define. And for me now, my idea of failure is if I don't see the opportunity in the journey, you know, if I don't see the opportunity that I could learn something by embarking on the journey and I never start, that for me would now be what I deem failure. But if I don't start, and what's fascinating is when you reframe failure into the growth, you're going, okay, well, if I don't start, what's the growth that will come from this? Ah, the realization that I'll probably be stuck in the same place and over time that stuckness will start to grate on me and that stuckness would leave me feeling like I should have started uh, sooner and then I'll go oh god well in that realization that that failure actually converts itself into growth anyway because you get some insights just from the discomfort and then the discomfort can get to a point where it's so big that you think oh I actually got to do something about this now so you move yourself forward so It is a powerful thing to do. And I say that with the deep understanding of how much my life has changed through reframing failure into seeing everything as growth. You know, if I had ever 
limited myself because of the thought of failure I now have the, the clarity and the understanding that any opportunity to fail can only bring with it more understanding and insights and therefore always 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 it leads you to growth so they are my five things thank you for indulging me by giving giving me your ears for this short time to share with you and I'll just repeat them so that you have the summary of what they are to have your opportunity to reflect on them and what they mean for you so the five things that unstoppable women do that sets themselves apart from others are one get comfortable in their own skin two tune into guidance from within themselves rather than seeking guidance from outside of themselves three they are vigilant of their feelings and choose feelings that support their journey towards the life that they want four they run their own race they are not stuck in the comparisonitis of other people and measuring measuring themselves against someone else's race they are focused on running their own race and five they reframe failure into growth because failure by the nature of it can only ever really lead you to clarity and clarity in itself is greater access to to growth and understanding so they are my five things that unstoppable women do that sets themselves apart from others I hope you give yourself some time to reflect on where you might be getting caught in the trap of not choosing you, where you are getting caught in the crap, uh, in the crap, <laughs> yeah, it could be the crap of what culture is dictating around who you should be and who you shouldn't be. And allow yourself to think about, well, do I want to be unstoppable in myself to create the life that I want to live? And if the answer is yes, then perhaps you'll consider allowing yourself to get comfortable in your own skin, to trust yourself and tune into your own guidance, to pay attention to your feelings because you know that they indicate whether you're on track or off track, to run your own race because it's the only race that matters, and then to reframe your failure into growth because life is always, always about the journey and not about the destination. So thank you, thank you, thank you for... Uh, listening in and enjoying my rambles if you did or if you didn't I'm sorry (laughs) Um, and the doors to the program Unstoppable Woman are open until the 17th of August and if any of what I've said has resonated or if my rambles uh, resonate in any way perhaps you'll consider looking into the program on www.heartofhuman.com and you can access the link to it on the front landing page and read more about it. And I hope you'll find that there'll be things that resonate with you because if you're interested in living a a bigger, more heart aligned life where it's just richer and fuller because there's more joy, happiness and peace and contentment because you get to know who you are and what you're really about, then I'll hope you'll consider joining. It's super exciting I know I found the journey to self-discovery leads you to places that you could never have imagined and it's just beyond your wildest dreams so if you are interested in accessing some of the, the the beautiful magic that comes with being part of a community of unstoppable women then I'd love to see you in there but thank you so much for listening and I will tune in again with you very 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 soon take care bye bye 
Thanks so much for listening to the Unstoppable Woman podcast. The path to the future you want leads from your heart. If you got value from this podcast, please leave a review and share it with another woman who you know would benefit from it too. We need more women claiming their seats at the table. Until next time, live your truth and be unstoppable.